Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight into today's first story, which comes from Advice93. Eight four six. And before we do get into it, I just want to give you some warnings that there's mentions of suicide in there, self-harm, and the story is titled My 37 Male Son 21 Male Slept With My Girlfriend 32. I don't know how to process this level of betrayal. I apologize in advance if this isn't the most coherent thing in the world. This is partially just me venting to the void. About four years ago, I lost my wife the mother of my son, to lung cancer. We'd been together since we were 14. It was the darkest time in my life. I'd considered suicide on a nearly daily basis. I pushed on for my son because my wife made me promise to make the most of life. We had our son pretty young. I worked two jobs to keep us afloat and thankfully was able to provide a decent upbringing until he moved out at 16. Although I still paid and continued to do so until this happened a portion of his bills. The loss was extremely hard on my son as well. He came back to stay with me for a while and we'd work through the grief together every day. I got him into therapy, pushed him to get involved in things to keep his mind busy and when he moved back into his apartment, I'd call every night to check on him and visited multiple times a week. We were always extremely close. My wife told me outright after our diagnosis that she didn't want me alone, so I made myself available. My girlfriend and I met about two years ago and hit it off. She isn't my wife, but I loved her for who she was and we really connected. I was reluctant to introduce her to my son because I was afraid he'd feel I was betraying his mother, so I held off for the first year, which I regretted as they ended up getting along very well. We'd hang out together. My son was happy. I was happy. She moved in with me about five months ago. This past Thursday, he was over for dinner and movies. We had this little game since he was a teenager where I'd pop up over his shoulder when he was on his phone in common areas and say, stop looking at that, in an accusing way to mess with him, even though he was never looking at anything. Turns out this time he was doing something and I seen topless photos on his phone. I recognized the photos to be of my girlfriend, same tattoo placement between the breasts. I grabbed the phone from him and he immediately started pleading his case. I go into the gallery and there are easily two dozen photos of my girlfriend. Some of him I'm assuming he sent to her. One or two of them together. By this time he's crying and trying to grab the phone back. I check his texts and he has two weeks worth of conversations with her. Under a different name. Detailing the fact that they've been fucking around behind my back. My girlfriend is in the room begging to know what's going on. I'm not proud of the fact I lost myself. I screamed at them both. I smashed the phone. Yes, I know this is unacceptable. Yes, I'm in therapy. Yes, it's the first time I got aggressive with either of them. I demanded details. My son kept apologizing and saying he didn't know why and that it only had started two weeks ago. 
They slept together three times. My girlfriend was sobbing and kept trying to hug me, telling me it was a mistake, purely physical, and that she'd never speak to him again. I screamed at my son that I'd given my life to him, that he knew what this meant to me, that he was all I had left. I pulled him upstairs and gave him money for his phone and kicked him out. I went upstairs to our bedroom, turned her drawers upside down and packed her clothes and two travel bags while she kept asking me to listen. I put them outside, guided her through the door and told her she could have someone else to get the rest of her belongings this week. Both of them have been texting me non-stop until last night, at which point I blocked their number. I feel completely detached. The fact that after two years, my girlfriend, knowing my history, could betray me is painful enough and absolutely nothing will make me forgive her. She refuses to get her stuff until I talk to her, so I'm having a friend drop it off to her. The fact that my son, who I dropped everything for, worked non-stop to provide for, who was all I had left in this world, could do this to me knowing what it would do is another pain entirely. I feel like I lost another family member. I ache for my wife all over again. I know everyone processes grief differently, but this was two years after her passing. He had a girlfriend and I was there for him as were therapists every step of the way. So I have a hard time believing grief is the cause of his decision. I can't see this as a mistake. He didn't trip and fall. It was a conscious choice to betray someone who loved him. I want to honor my wife by giving my son a chance to hold on to the little family I have left. But this isn't like he stole money from me. It isn't even something that happened once while drunk. He was there for that grief with me. He knew how hard it was for me to move on. Of all the women, he chose mine. All the apologies or future effort can't erase the fact or the memory of it. I never did wrong by him and now I feel like the kid I raised isn't there anymore. Thanks to friends, I'm not drifting into thoughts of self-harm again, but I don't know if I have it in me to ever forgive him. If and when that day comes, what steps can I take to process what happened, talk to him without feeling disgust and open the door to trusting him again? And if that day never comes... Does that make me a bad person? Edit, some brief clarification since people on the other relationship sub took this and ran with it. One, nothing caused him to move out. He asked and said it'd be cool and I helped pay his bills. No hidden resentment I've ever been aware of. Two, yes, popping up over his shoulder sometimes was something we both found funny. No, I wasn't actually trying to invade his privacy. Yes, he was a part of the joke. Three, yes, I know I was aggressive. I paid for the phone and we'll be discussing it in therapy. Or, yes, I know this sounds like something out of a movie. It's not. Now, to me in this, I know, you know, it's OP's son. I know they've been through an absolute ton together the last couple of years, but I just don't understand how you'd be able to move past something like that. Like OP said, the level of betrayal in this. You know, they're telling you it was a mistake, yet they slept together three times. You'd think after the first time where they slept together, they would have thought, oh shit, we really fucked up here. But no, they continued to do it. And not only that, they're sending each other pictures as well. But we're going to cover a couple of the comments from Conceited Monkey who says, I'm sorry this happened to you. I think you handled things pretty well, all things considered. Obviously, your ex is somebody you should never speak to again. Your son is 21, so he was making adult decisions. And this did not just happen once. I would honestly give this a lot of time and probably some counseling to figure out where you want to go in terms of your relationship with him. Opie responded to that and said, thank you. I know in my heart I want my son in my life. I don't think it's possible for me to stop loving him, but I don't much like him right now. And unfortunately, my mind isn't in agreement with my heart. 
Not sure I can forgive this, but I hope that with effort and time, the rawness will at least fade enough to allow us to move past it and create new memories together. When I cool down enough, I'll suggest joint therapy to him as I know I'm not ready to discuss it calmly without a mediator present. And I also expect him to inform his girlfriend of what he did or I will, as she was also betrayed and deserves to know. It's going to be a long road and my get up and go has pretty much gotten up and left by this point, but I'm trying to be optimistic. Pizza 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 says, prioritize your own happiness. Try to go on vacation or start a new hobby. I think you should go no contact with your son for a while, maybe a few years. You can always try to rebuild a relationship later, but I think you'll be happier without him in your life. Take care of yourself and treat yourself. Estree King says, I used to hate the Reddit saying that family doesn't mean anything and that you can cut out toxic family members from your life. I've definitely came around to this. Life is short and you don't deserve to live around toxic people regardless of their familial ties. You did the right thing of breaking up with your girlfriend. They would have continued the affair even if you guys would have got married. Honestly, don't go easy on your son, even if he's your son. Actions have consequences. Do not financially support him anymore. He's a grown man. Whether you decide to work with your son or wash your hands of him, go to counseling for you. Pig Dog Elephant replies that saying, I was thinking the same. It's a greater betrayal because he is your son, not more excusable. The amount of disregard he has for his father blows my mind. I wouldn't want anyone around me again who could do something like this to me. I don't care who they are. If it were my child, I would feel so disgusted. Both of them would be cut out of my life completely. But I'm aware that I am that type of person. It is extremely easy for me to cut anyone causing me harm out of my life. I learned a long time ago that you don't have to forgive anyone you don't want to. And you should not feel guilty about it. Gypsy Nick says, wait, the son was looking at nudes of his dad's girlfriend while sitting there with him. Doesn't sound like the son felt there was anything wrong with what he was doing. After everything you have done for him, I wouldn't trust him. You don't hurt someone you love like that. And one final comment from Sad Panda who says, wow, just wow. I don't think I have anything other posters have said. However, definitely don't see your ex again. What she did was highly inappropriate and disgusting. I agree getting someone else to give her stuff back here is the way to go. I can't even imagine the manipulative lie she would try to tell you. You've dealt with enough. You don't need to hear that and she doesn't deserve the chance to say them. Your son is your son. is all you have. I read someone mention forgiving the person, not the action. That is great advice. Not that I or probably anyone expect you to get over it immediately. I'd ask him to join you in therapy has to be something in him that needs to be worked out between you both and that's probably best in a controlled environment the fact that you only broke his phone is impressive you paid for it you feel remorse you are good don't beat yourself up over anything that happened please know that you are not in fault in any of this i truly hope things work out for you in the future i also hope that this doesn't lead you to be distrustful of other women we aren't all lying assholes best of luck op one day we get a good update from you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, then, of course, OP did update the post, which starts off with first off, I'd like to thank everyone for the enormous outpouring of support. I've had numerous people offering their well wishes privately and such compassion from those who commented. I believe it was this support as well as that from my friends that kept me from doing anything stupid. I try to keep this as concise and short sentenced as possible. It's been a busy couple of days to say the least. I unblocked both their numbers shortly after posting. My now ex called again that night, which I answered. I told her if she wasn't calling to make plans to pick up her stuff, I was hanging up, and we decided on the next morning. I called a a platonic female friend of mine that night and she agreed to be at my place before my ex showed up as a witness. I had everything packed up and was waiting by the door. She showed up as expected and started crying immediately when I came out with her stuff, trying to pull the bags to the ground so I'd have my hands free for a hug. I put the bags beside her car and asked her to check if I missed anything, which she refused. I agreed to a quick hug, told her to take care and walked inside. My friend pulled a chair she was sitting in on my porch over so it was in front of my door and told her that she was calling the cops if she didn't leave. She did and I blocked her number again. I texted and called my son numerous times and left a voicemail telling him that we needed to talk. But first, he had to come clean to his girlfriend and accept responsibility for his actions. He didn't respond, so I called her myself. We chatted for a while and she told me he was out with a friend. I asked if he had spoken to her about anything recently and she said no. So I told her myself. Mostly because I felt it was the right thing to do. And she was a victim in this too. But I admit that partially because he's a grown man now and needs to deal with the consequences. He showed up to my place that evening and I let him in. I'm ashamed to say I wasn't nearly as calm as I hoped I'd be. He asked if ruining his relationship made me feel better. I told him that he ruined it. Pretty much any hope of productive conversation went out the window and it became a screaming match. At which point I told him to get out and figure out how to deal with being as alone as I was. He slapped me in the head. This kid, who never even threw a toy out of anger in childhood, who wasn't even spanked. As disgusting and as twisted as it is, this exploded into a physical fight with me being struck in the face multiple times while trying to restrain him as I didn't have it in me to hit him. My son very much not being a fighter while in my younger years I very much was until I took him off his feet and held him to the floor. I've never felt that level of rage before. How incredibly overwhelming it was. When I seen the fear on his face, I led him up and sat beside him on the floor. I told him to get out. He started crying and told me that his mother would be ashamed of him. This made me break down pathetically so and realize how fucked up this whole thing has been. I agreed that she'd be ashamed of both of us and we hugged while he cried into my chest, something he hasn't done since my wife passed. He asked if it was too late to talk and I told him 
it wasn't. I cleaned myself up, we sat at the kitchen table and talked. He told me that he'd stopped the therapy a while ago and lied about it because he felt it wasn't helping. He told me that he was hurt when I kept my girlfriend from him the first year because although he knew it was to prevent him from getting attached if it didn't work out, he still felt excluded. It came out that he hid a very well-concealed alcohol problem from me and even his girlfriend. He told me he didn't sleep with her to spite me, that he was just feeling lost and he made a stupid choice. I asked him why he couldn't have been honest with me before it came to this and he told me he didn't feel like he could be honest with himself anymore. We cried together again, prayed together despite neither of us being religious, looked through family photo albums together. We discussed the road forward and we agreed that the loss we both felt went far deeper than we thought. We decided on attending therapy together. We're going to look into support groups, both for his drinking and other families dealing with loss. And now that he's without his girlfriend and I'm aware of the extent of his issues, I agreed to let him move back home with me so I can make sure he attends his appointments and avoids alcohol. And hopefully so we can bond again with a stipulation that any more violence and he's out the door. He asked me if I can ever forgive him. I told him honestly that I couldn't. He's still my son and I love him. And I reminded him of what his mother told him when he was a kid. That everyone messes up. It's what you do afterwards that makes the difference. I'll never forgive what he did. But if he learns from this and becomes a better person. Then I can forget it and have a great relationship with him regardless. Aside from the fact my lip resembles the mouth of vampires from Blade 2 for now, which has prompted concern from neighbors and friends, the past two days have been great. We've been talking, we've cooked dinner together, we've gone on walks, and, and we're set to start looking into professional help this coming week. He's incredibly apologetic and has a tenderness I haven't seen from him in years. I have no illusions about the amount of work to be done, nor how serious this incident was. But I'm feeling very optimistic about the future. Holy moly. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you have handled it if you was OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, Am I the asshole for using flashcards to explain to my brother and his wife? why they can't bring their rainbow baby to my wedding. My fiance, female and I, male, are getting married. We've decided wedding's gonna be child-free. No hate towards children, just to keep it more organized and contained. My brother Chris, male and his wife, female, have a three-year-old son who everyone calls Miracle or Rainbow Baby. He came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me that his son is a miracle baby and his presence at the wedding will bring blessings for me and my fiance. I refused and said no, the wedding is child free. His wife kept sending my fiance pics of my nephew when he was months old. I told them no and to stop. My brother told me that this might cause a rift in our relationship. I again said no and explained that the wedding is child free. He asked again and pointed out how his baby is different since he's a rainbow and miracle baby. I again said no and explained that the wedding is child free. They brought it up when they visited at my home and I knew they weren't going to stop so I made flashcards in advance with the phrase the wedding is child free period and pulled them out and slowly started showing them the flashcards one by one in this order. The wedding, 
with a sticker of the bride and groom, is child, with a sticker of a baby, free, with a sticker of a stop sign, period, with a huge black dot sticker. They were both stunned. I asked if they get it now, and Chris had lost his shit. His wife had already grabbed her stuff and walked out. Chris called me an asshole for doing this and said that I disrespected him. His wife and their son, who's my one and only nephew. He rushed out after we argued. My fiance saw the whole thing and thought it was funny, but my parents and Chris are livid beyond measure. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect and mockery I had displayed towards them, and I'm being told to fix it now. And we're going to start with the comments from Dipping My Toes, who says, Well, I suppose you could have used hand puppets instead, but flashcards seem to have gotten the message across. It makes me insane how some parents think their little bundle of joy should be allowed anywhere, anywhere, anytime. And that no never applies to them. It's pretty clear they were going to run this horse right up to the altar. Not the arsehole. Brilliant Cherry 510 says, Well, let me start by saying you made a couple of mistakes. One, no boombox. Two, not enough flashcards. You missed a fantastic opportunity to press play on something like the Dan Band's version of Total Eclipse of the Heart. Definitely a wedding song while flipping cards. Love Actually style. I'm thinking you could have gotten all the way to me. Your rainbow baby is perfect, but you can't bring him or his rainbows to my wedding. And even if you had made it look all the while like you were going to give in and then drop the hammer for the last card, you are still not the arsehole. Eliza Thornberry says not the arsehole and this kid is fucked. The parents are going to spoil the shit out of him. Make excuses for any bad behavior. Give him priority in every situation. Make life hell for his teachers, etc. He's going to grow up thinking he's better than everyone else and is going to have an absolutely brutal adulthood once he realizes his friends and co-workers don't give a flying fuck that his parents had trouble getting pregnant. Incartra says, not the arsehole, you are a legend. I'm glad that Chris and his wife managed to get pregnant, but the child is no more special than anyone else's. Which is to say, no special at all except to the child's parents. This miracle and rainbow baby stuff, well, again, I'm glad they got their child after difficulties. A lot of folks don't get that opportunity, but the kid isn't Christ reborn and they need to get that out of their thick skulls. The flashcards, honestly, are a solid way of showing that. If the rest of the family gives you trouble, be sure to let the others with kids know that they think their miracle child is more special than their normal, mundane children. Chris's words, and watch their support dry up. And one more comment from Cute Owl who says, I say not the arsehole. They did not respect your choice. I would honestly hire security because I bet money they will try to come with baby and be like she can't do anything because we are here with baby. I say hire security and make sure they know anyone who brings a child will not be admitted. And you will have security there to be sure this rule is followed. Plus, what you did sounds absolutely hilarious. I'd be laughing my ass off if I was actually part of this entire thing. Even help with security. It's your wedding and people have child-free weddings all the time. It is not unusual. Plus, it makes sure that there is no loud crying during the ceremony. Look, I'm all happy they were able to have a baby, but really what they want is disrespectful because it's been made clear. No children at the wedding. I'd basically tell them they are uninvited if they keep this up. And if they and the parents keep trying to force this, parents can be non-invited too. Family is who you choose, not who is blood. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was OP? 
you think they dealt with it in the right way? <laughs> Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. You are absolutely incredible. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Much love, you cheeky so-and-sos. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love Wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair Crime everywhere You're selling false hope Cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care Uh, you just don't Still selling false hope Cause you just don't care Hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.